Hi, this is John Butters, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500 and is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with our final review of the key metrics for the second quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, as almost all of the companies in the index have reported actual results for the second quarter as of now. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is earnings estimate revisions by analysts for S&P 500 companies for the third quarter. After four straight quarters of increasing EPS estimates, have analysts continued this trend so far in the third quarter? But first, let's provide a review of the second quarter earnings season for the index. During the second quarter earnings season, more S&P 500 companies beat EPS estimates than average and beat EPS estimates by a wider margin than average. As a result, the index reported higher actual earnings for the second quarter relative to estimated earnings at the end of the quarter. In fact, the index reported the highest year-over-year growth in earnings since the fourth quarter of 2009. Analysts also expect earnings growth of more than 20% for the second half of 2021. These above-average growth rates are due to a combination of higher earnings for 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. Overall, more than 99% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported actual results for the second quarter to date. Of these companies, 87% have reported actual EPS above estimates, which is the highest percentage of S&P 500 companies reporting a positive EPS surprise since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008. In aggregate, companies are reporting earnings that are 16.4% above the estimates, which is the fourth highest earnings surprise percentage reported by the index since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008. Due to the number and magnitude of these positive EPS surprises, the index reported higher actual earnings for the second quarter relative to estimated earnings at the end of the quarter. The blended earnings growth rate for the second quarter is 90.9% today, compared to an estimated earnings growth rate of 63% at the end of the second quarter back on June 30th. Positive earnings surprises reported by companies in the financials, information technology, and communication services sectors were the top contributors to the overall increase in earnings for the index since the end of the second quarter. Now, when we use the term blended, we're referencing that the growth rate combines actual results for companies that have reported and estimated results for companies that have yet to report. Obviously, the growth rate is almost entirely based on actual results as of today, with more than 99% of the index having reported second quarter results. The second quarter earnings growth rate of 90.9% will mark the highest year-over-year earnings growth reported by the index since the fourth quarter of 2009 at 109.1%. The unusually high growth rate is due to a combination of higher earnings in the second quarter of 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in the second quarter of 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. All 11 sectors are reporting or have already reported year-over-year earnings growth led by the energy sector, for which a growth rate is not available due to the year-ago loss reported by the sector, the industrial sector at 413%, the consumer discretionary sector at 283%, the financial sector at 177%, and the material sector at 135%. percent 
Looking at future quarters, analysts project earnings growth of more than 20% for the second half of 2021. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 21.3, which is above the 5-year average and above the 10-year average. And during this week, two S&P 500 companies are scheduled to report results for the second quarter. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is earnings estimate revisions by analysts for S&P 500 companies for the third quarter. In terms of revisions, we typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. For those of you that are not familiar with the bottom-up EPS estimate, it is an aggregation of the median EPS estimates for all the companies in the S&P 500 into a single EPS estimate for the entire index. During the first two months of the third quarter, analysts increased earnings estimates for companies in the S&P 500 as the bottom-up EPS estimate for the third quarter increased by 3.8%. How significant is a 3.8% increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter? How does this increase compare to recent quarters? Well, in a typical quarter, analysts usually reduce earnings estimates during the first two months of the quarter. Over the past five years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter has been 2.4%. Over the past 10 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter has been 3%. And over the past 15 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of the quarter has been 3.6%. In fact, the third quarter marked the fourth largest increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter since 2009. It also marked the fifth straight quarter in which the bottom-up EPS estimate increased during the first two months of the quarter. However, the third quarter also marked the first quarter during the streak in which the percentage increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate was smaller than the previous quarter. At the sector level, eight sectors recorded an increase in their bottom-up EPS estimate for the third quarter during the first two months of the quarter, led by the energy sector at 21.1% and the materials sector at 12.1%. On the other hand, three sectors recorded a decline in their bottom-up EPS estimate for Q3 during this period, led by the consumer discretionary sector at negative 3.9%. As the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index increased during the first two months of the quarter, the value of the S&P 500 also increased during the same period. From June 30th through August 31st, the value of the index increased by 5.2%. The third quarter marked the seventh time in the past 20 quarters in which both the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index and the value of the index increased during the first two months of the quarter. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight Report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. (music) 